How are you today? It's my birthday, so I'm great. Oh my god, happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, thank you for talking to me on your birthday. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I, I was super keen. As soon as, you, as soon as you sent that message, I'm like, oh, I actually, actually wrote down probably about a couple of weeks ago and went, I reckon I should make a goal in 2019 to get on a podcast. Ah. The goal is going to come early. Tick. Yeah. We'll be there by Friday. I'm interested in why you want to, why you like to be on a podcast just in general. I mean, I love podcasts, so. Yeah, I, I, loved, I, loved the, I love the medium, I love the platform. I've got a few friends that, that do podcasts, largely in like the sports and, and that sort of stuff. And I, I don't know, just sort of been listening to them going, I think it's a good medium for, I mean, for your own profile. Yeah. Um, but it's just a good way to get, you know, to get, uh, get a message out there. Yeah. It's a different medium to sort of the blog post or, you know, people can do it and listen to it anywhere at any time, you know, on the train, that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I just love it. Do you want to just maybe start by telling me who you are? Yeah, sure. I'm Jay, uh, the senior delivery coach at Envato. I've been with Envato for, for just a tick over a year. Previous to that, um, was at Lonely Planet and uh, Australia Post. Yeah, so I'm glad you said that because we share a couple of ex-workplaces. In fact, I'm ex-Invato, as you know, but also ex-Australia Post, but I don't think we cross paths. No, no, maybe briefly, but, yeah, it was super short. Tell me about your background in general and how you've come to be a senior delivery coach at Invato. Yeah, I started off uh, I started off at Lonely Planet um, I was fortunate enough to um, work at Lonely Planet at the time that they uh, chose an agile way of working. Um, we just spent a large time um, trying to redevelop our, our website, lonelyplanet.com. Uh, massive failure. Nigel Dalton joined at that time. Um, Nigel's probably said this story a million times. Um, and we had the opportunity to turn a failed project into, into something different using an agile way of working. Uh, from there, we, we were able to sort of get other teams involved in, in agile. Um, I was working in an operations role at that time. I was seeing what the, uh, the LonelyPlanet.com crew were doing, super keen in that way of working and, and learning more, and I sort of started to dip my toe in the water from there. From there, I got the opportunity to, uh, to work actually in that LonelyPlanet.com team and uh, take on a bunch of bunch of knowledge and learning and experience, and and that led me into a role at Australia Post ultimately as part of their digital transformation. Got to work uh, on the digital mailbox, and uh, through different uh, teams in the digital delivery centre at Australia Post, uh, broadening out my experience largely in a delivery lead or scrum master type role. And then finally, uh, an opportunity came up at Invato. Invato was a company that I've looked at for a long time. There's some uh, really amazing people that work here. Uh, and I, I really looked at it as an opportunity to come and join a place where I could learn uh, from some of the people that I see as the best in the industry and, uh, and grow, grow my craft and skills. And, and that's where I am today. It'd be good if you could explain what Invato do. Yeah, so Envato is a digital marketplace for creatives. It's a, it's a place where you can come and get that digital project uh, done. That's what we like to like to like to say. I get a lot of questions from people saying, "What does Envato do?" Envato, I kind of make it. I'd probably say it's very similar to an Etsy or an eBay in that we're a platform. You've got 
uh, creatives out there that are making amazing content and you've got people that want to buy that content and we're all about bringing those two people, those, those two parties together um, to make, make digital projects happen. Actually, the, our theme music is from you guys as well. Nice. Yeah, so, um, so you do video, audio. Video, audio. Uh, you can get uh, web, websites created um, from us, very similar to, you might say, Wix. WordPress, very big in the WordPress space. All sorts of digital creative assets. Mm-hmm. Photos, uh, I use your photos all the time. I use your templates. I use your icons. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ever-growing marketplace um, and uh, you can spend hours searching a library. Yeah. Cool, and it's full of um, cool, funky, and creative people and agile people. Absolutely, absolutely. Who are these people that you think are the best in the industry? Um, Well, one of the big ones for me was uh, the opportunity to work with Adrian Filani. I got to to work and coach inside of his group um, and learn learn from him. Uh, Some of the people uh, have recently left, but Aaron McManus, um, who's now at Spotify and recently on on your podcast. It was yeah. great to uh, great to hear from Aaron. Yeah. And uh, and Fabiano, uh, Fabiano, someone that uh, is a beautiful soul and an amazing wealth of knowledge. Yeah, all good peeps. And specifically, tell me about what you do in Invato. So I'm uh, I'm one of three coaches, or one of two coaches at the moment. We're hiring. Ah, oh, nice. Little plug there. Yeah. Check out invato.com/careers. Uh, and we primarily are focused across uh, the main groups at Invito. So like I described before, we've got authors come, trying, trying to get authors on our site and get really good content. Um, so we've got a content group, we've got a customer group, and we have a platform group. That platform group's about supporting uh, the Invito marketplace and, and the Invito teams. Uh, so we have three coaches that are, that are spread across those groups. And uh, our, our, our primary role is there to um, help the teams with their journey and, uh, and their growth. I get asked the question, do you, have a set, do you have a set agenda with teams? And our agenda is, is their improvement. And that's, that's our primary focus, helping, uh, helping teams and people get better at what they do. Yeah. And how many teams is that in total? So more than 20, yeah, it? it's, it's ever-changing. Um, but I would say that it's roughly sort of around 30 teams across the board. Oh, Those teams vary in size. Yeah. Uh, you've got the, you might say, delivery team of that sort of pizza pizza size team, six to eight people, uh, down to some teams being pretty small, two to three people, up to some big groups like our, our finance, finance group. Uh, could be 20 to 30 people in that group. I notice you keep saying that people ask you, and I know people ask you things because you do a lot of touring of people mm. to your company and you've kindly allowed us to tour some people there as well. But it's because you do some things very well and you're quite unique in that way and I want to ask you all about that. So what is it that's special about Invato and how you work? We've got a really good remote-friendly culture. Now, what does really good mean? Uh, we've got the ability for people to to work from home, work from anywhere, and we've really sort of fostered that. We started out a few years back uh, trialling one day a week, um, and that, that sort of evolved to any time. Um, and what it's, what it's enabled us to do is build an environment that people can collaborate from any, any part of the world, and it's opened our 
our recruitment pipeline to to anywhere really. So we've got uh, not well. I often say not all the best talent is located in Melbourne. Yeah. And so let's open that open that avenue for us to to get some amazing people into our company that that can't be in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, we've got people right across Australia and, and and in other parts of the world. Yeah. So tell me more about how that works because I know plenty of agile teams out there that are, are skeptical about doing agile ways of working remotely um, and even regardless if teams are agile or not they're still skeptical about remote working so you lot have um, really nailed it on many levels I mean I certainly was impressed when I worked there about how well it works um, we'd love to hear some of those um, secrets yeah so it's, um, it's really interesting as a coach uh, it can be quite it can be quite interesting because you're you need to plan that you might be the only person in a room when you're uh, when you're working with a team, and that's kind of the mantra that, that people have. They have that that flexibility to to work where where the work's best for them. There's days that people need to be in the office because it's an opportunity for everyone to come together, and there's times where people need to be where they need to be. Um, and we what we've tried to do is eliminate the, the physical need to be there, so we've removed things like physical walls. We're down to one physical wall at Invado. Um, we're heavy users of tools like Trello, um, Mural, GroupMap to bring to life um, the, the remote collaboration aspect of what we do. I mean, for example, we're talking on a Google Hangout and I knew that for you, I didn't have to do anything more than just message you and go, hey, I'm going to be in the Hangout for this meeting. Whereas quite often when I interview people for the podcast, they're really keen to catch up face to face. And I'm always like, no, it's fine. We can do it. Hang on. So what I've noticed is since leaving Envato is I feel quite naturally able to work remotely with many other people, but yep. I've noticed that a lot of people haven't got there yet. No, no. Um, it's it's something that I've had a few people when we when we do tours ask me about it, and like you know what you know I don't think we could do that. Trust is the key thing, um, and at Envato, trust is handed to you on on day one. We give you the we give the, op- op- the ability that. And the tools to to allow you to be anywhere and, and work with with anyone. That we, we try to build that element of, of trust as we go. Also, where did it come from? So, it was it always that way. I know Collis is very the founder um, of Invato is very open about saying he's not fussed about where people work. Was it always the case? I mean, what caused the that shift? Is it a, a recruitment strategy or is it something deeper? I I think there's a couple of avenues to that one. I, I don't I wasn't I wasn't here for the for the creation of it. Um, but from what I what I know is that uh, it started out as a one day a week thing um, and and quickly evolved to any time. It was never formally rubber stamped, so it's not oh, you know really? you could almost say it's technically a, a a beta, a bit like Gmail was for a really long time, right? Yeah, beta right. for a really long time, and people have just grown and adapted to it. As we've as we've gone, the great thing about it is, like you said, Collis, our founder, um, he's he's on board with it. And so when when you've got a leadership team that's that's on board with that way of working, it makes it a lot easier for everyone else. Yeah, and I don't think you'd all physically fit in the office if you were. To well, that's one of the interesting things. We've got a, we've got an amazing office in King Street, but if everyone came to it, we'd really struggle for desks. We'd be uh, we'd be doing the old two to three to a desk. Yeah, right. Lucky we've never had that problem. Yeah. And so with your people that are in regional parts of Australia, do they ever come to the office? 
Yeah, so we offer we offer the ability for people to come um, on regular regular occasions, um, a couple of times a year, predominantly. Um, it's great to have them when they do and see them in person. Uh, often you only get to see you know their shoulders and, and face and a little bit, but what's behind them. Um, so yeah, where we can and, and when, when we do bring them in, normally it's for things like a team building offsite, um, or uh, this week we've got our help week. Uh, at Envato and we've got a bunch of people come in specifically to help or hack oh. um, part of that. So that's that's the name that you've given to a, a hack event, is it? Yeah, so this is a bit of a unique uh, hack event. Um, our hack our hack events go for go for an entire week. Yeah. Uh, this one's a help week. It's focused primarily on helping people inside of Envato. So it's all about improving our internal practices or processes. Um, we've got some funky things happening out there. I saw a new um, a new Harry Hangout. So it's like a someone's made a big wooden stand, and we've got a laptop on there with a camera. So it means we can move around and uh, take people in Google Hangouts uh, all around the building. So yeah, tell me a bit about you because you've got a massive investment in audio visual. Well, when I say massive investment. I don't know how much money it costs, but every single room is kitted out, right? Yeah, in order to make. Um, the remote aspect really work. We've made a lot of investment um, to to make make it very very easy for people to use. Every meeting room has a large TV and a camera or a small TV depending on the size of the room. And we use um, we use some Chrome boxes, um, Google Google Chrome, um, and a really simple control that allows you to walk in and press a button and be immediately in a in a Google Hangout with someone. We use the G Suite uh, to help bring that remote collaboration to life. It means that all our all of our documents and spreadsheets are live working documents, so no need to print things out. Every time you book a meeting, we've got it hooked up that the Hangout gets added to the meeting. So regardless if you're in the office or you're uh, you're working somewhere outside the office, it's one click of a button to uh, to bring a session to life. Yeah, cool. And does it really feel the same? Like you're an agile coach, so yeah. you're so my, interacting all day long with people. It's been it's been an interesting because I was highly highly physical um, in my previous roles. I was I was saying to this to someone uh, earlier today that I used to be one of those people that would you know, you'd throw your laundry in the washing machine and have to pull out post notes and sharpies from the pockets, uh, and that's not so much over the last year and a bit. Um, it's more more about my laptop and making sure I've got all the tools I need on there. It's, it, it is quite a transition, in particular early for people that are quite physical. And we use we use tools to try and bridge that gap. We use tools like Mural, which is a remote-friendly uh, whiteboard, um, so people can still have the aspect of doing things like moving post-it notes but uh, um, do it in a digital way. And we want to try and remove the aspect of someone being in a hangout and say three or four people on a whiteboard and that person trying to watch what they're doing. We want to bring more of a collaboration to the way in which we work. And, yeah, we're always looking for digital tools to, to make that make that better and raise that bar. Yeah, you always seem to be looking for the latest and greatest. And uh, absolutely. We're very keen to experiment in this and uh, we experiment with different ways in which we can, we can better collaborate. Um, one being a uh, water cooler is something we tried out recently where if you are remote, the ability for... Um, people to 
have that water cooler conversation, that, that conversation at the kitchen sink that you don't get if you're just, say, working in um, working at home. So it's a Hangout, a Google Hangout um, that's always open and uh, you can always join it and, and chat to anyone else that might be remote um, briefly. Check in, how's their day? Yeah. Yeah, you actually have to work at, um, at some of the incidental stuff mm. that, that comes for free when you're physically co-located. Um, what kind of hacks or t- tricks or tips do you have apart from the water cooler idea? Yeah, over communications, the real key thing when you're working remotely, uh, you have to create a presence that you're in the system. Otherwise, perceptions begin to, to begin to sink in. So we like to we like to talk to teams, and when we see teams um, largely formulate largely formulate work agreements around how they're going to work together, and often that has a remote working flavour to it. So it could be, for example, that we say hi and bye to each other at the start of, at the start of the day and the end of the day, and we use Slack, like a lot of like a lot of other organisations. But uh, yeah, teams teams in, that have a lot of remote presence in them, you'll see their Slack channel begin to light up early in the morning with a hi, I'm doing this today. Yeah, nice. At the end of the day, a, a bye. One of the practices that we try to introduce into some teams is the concept of a daily delivery retro. Yeah, right. And it's a really nice way to close out your day. Uh, and that, that, that happens every day at around 4.30 in our Slack channel. We get asked two questions by our little Slack bot. What, what was two things that went well for you today? And something that's puzzling. And it's an opportunity to share with your teammates how your day went. Yeah, nice. I love that one. And do the execs also practice remote working? Absolutely. The, the execs actually have a, have a work agreement um, and they, they follow that practice and that work agreement's publicly facing, so internally facing, you can see the, the NAV team's work agreement. But they, they, they practice it just like we all do. So running some workshops with some of our senior leadership team uh, recently and uh, there's always a good mixture of people that are in the room or, or remote and we just adapt. Yeah, right. And with the kind of larger meetings that um, companies often have where you have like a, I know you have something that's um, an all hands meeting, or I know you kind of coordinate all of your showcases into the demo palooza. Um, yeah. So with those larger meetings, how do you handle the remoteness? Because you can't get that many people on a Google Hangout, can you? Yeah, we use we use a tool called Zoom for our large sessions where we're, we're bringing the whole company together, and that that gives us a bit more capacity up to I think last all hands was over 105 people remotely wow. um, joining. So we've. You talk about um, we talked about large investment. We've we've made a bit of an investment in making a really good experience in our big meeting room in the office here called Nashville. We've got a couple of big TVs in there, or one big TV and a projector. Some cameras kitted out so we can get different angles of the room, and uh, microphones placed throughout so we can hear what's happening. And it looks a bit like the Brady Bunch. The start of the Brady Bunch, um, for those of you that remember the Brady Bunch. <laughs> well, that is me, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely me. Uh, and you've got up on the, on the screen, you've got obviously the people in the room, but on, the, on our screen we project all of the faces remotely. So we ask people to turn on their cameras and it brings to life the aspect that, you know, there's 300 plus or close to, actually close to 500 plus people that work in Invato now. Yeah, wow. Gosh, that's gone up. That's like yeah. 150 more than last year. Yeah, we're on a bit of a on a bit of a scale at the moment. Oh, that's good. Business must be beaming. <laughs> this is beaming. 
Yeah, so as well as having people in regional Australia, you also have a work from anywhere concept as well. Can you just describe what that is? Yeah, we've got the ability to work from anywhere up to three months of the year. And what that does is gives you the ability that if you're, you've got some family, say, over another country, that you, you, could, you could go and work from there and spend some time and be with, that, be with your family. I know for some people it's all about escaping winter, mm. like European or American summer holiday in the middle of an Australian winter. For some people it's just about tacking that little bit onto the extra, extra part of their holiday or being wherever they need to be. The, the key thing with the work from anywhere is not just a slap happy, you know, off you go. Mm. People need to actually have a plan around it and teams work around having that plan. So if someone does choose to go and work from anywhere, they'll, they'll often talk to their team and lay out what they plan to do during that period of time and, and the team will, will agree to have that person go off and do that. So that we make sure that it's a, a, you know, a team awareness piece mm. as well. It's not just someone saying, I'm going on holidays and, by the way, I'll, I'll be working from there for three months. Yes, yeah, see ya. <laughs> see ya. We're out. <laughs> do, I mean, does HR have to get involved a lot to make sure that these things are smooth or is the company yeah. mature and figuring it out themselves or...? Our HR team does have, yeah, a set, some set policies that they work towards and, and, are, and are constantly reviewing them with, uh, with the people at Envato. It's, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty flexible, I might say. When people ask me the question around, well, if you work from home, you know, does it need to be OH&S compliant? Yeah, absolutely it does. You sign a form on the, on the, on the day that you, you join Envato to say that your home's a safe place to work, but it's not over over-policed, you might say. Yeah, right. Um, the, the HR team's all about yeah that flexibility that we offer and, and, and creating a safe environment um, as well. Cool. And personally for you, what's it like? Do you choose the days that you come in and not come in? Or yeah, I, I can see I, that you're um, in the office today. but Yeah, I'm in the office today. Uh, I, I, I'm, very, um, I'm very much focused in the office. I think as a coach, um, I do... I like to be in here and present and be connected to the, the people inside the office. I crave that. But there's times where, depending on the type of work that I need to do, uh, that I'll choose to go and be somewhere where I can be isolated and, and be, have that space to do some deep thinking. And that might be at home. If the family's at home, that may not be at home with, and school drop-offs. Um, it might be somewhere else. But also it allows, allows for me to, to have the flexibility to be there for school drop-off and, and, and school um, school pick-up when, when I need to. Yeah. Are there any downsides? I'm sure there are. I've heard some uh, people, I know I, I used to do this, accidentally sit on the sofa all day, like yeah. if you've got lots of meetings that you're online for. Absolutely. One of the one of the things is, is just keep, like, you just keep working if you're remote. I know this happened to me uh, a little while ago where, I got in the zone and uh, I was working away, and the, I didn't. I wasn't aware that the room was dark. And my daughter came in to the room and said, "Daddy, what are we having for dinner?" And I stopped and looked at her and realised that I'd been going for a few hours and completely forgot about the kids. So I needed to uh, stop my day and uh, and go and go and get dinner ready. But um, one of the things that we we try to try to talk to teams about and people that are new to this way of working in Ubato is that concept like I talked to you about uh, before in the daily delivery retro and, and using things like that as techniques to make sure you finish your day. You want to make sure you plan your day and that you end your day. Doing really long hours can burn you out. Mm. And so 
much like the office, you want to keep, try and keep it sustainable. At the office, you've got the ability to say, I'm going to go home and mm. pack up and you leave. And you start to see visual cues of other people doing the same. Absolutely. Yeah, you, see, you begin to see the visual cues. You need to try and create those visual cues for you at home to to slowly get to the finish line of what your day is. Yeah. And, and I encourage people to like close their laptop and put it away and end their day. Yeah. And I know some people here will do things like make sure that they're they go for a walk with their dog as their final thing for the day yeah. just so they have that concept of leaving work. Yeah. I think you told me as well something about um, booking meetings so that you've got like a little walkie, like a little stand-up break in between them almost. Yeah, it's one of the pitfalls where if, you, and you, if you're doing this for long enough, if you are beginning to work back to back to back, you realise that you've sat down in the same spot for about three or four hours with no break. When you're in the office, you've got the ability to close the laptop, even if you are back-to-back and walk to the next meeting room or yeah. walk to the next location. When it's just a click of a button, um, and you just jump from one to the other. And that, that, that break-up time also gives you time mentally to reset yeah. before you move into the next meeting. And one of the traps, I guess, from remote working is yeah, you, you just don't get that time to reset. Yeah. It may mean that your next meeting or your next session might be a bit slower yeah. um, and you might find yourself fatiguing. So... What we encourage people to do is try and book meetings five past and close five two. That gives you that concept to be able to stop and have that break, get a drink of water, visit the, the bathroom, grab your legs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and and if you are from if you are away from home, make use of that flexibility, right? Um, if you've got it there, make use of it. If it, if you, I know for me, I, I enjoy running. I make sure I'm, I book in some time and get a get a run in just to. Refresh my day mm. when I'm working from home. Um, I, I encourage people, to, yeah, make make, it, make the flexibility work for you. Yeah, fabulous. I mean, you've been there a year, so a bit of a reflection point for you as well, I guess. Absolutely, uh, it's it's been uh, it's been an amazing year, and I've I've learned a hell of a lot, in particular in this space. Uh, and it was it was great to be able to share it at uh, last conference mm. um, earlier this year, and uh, and been great to be able to have people come and. Um, and tour, tour with us and, 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 and take them around. And we've got, we've got a lot of new people joining Invado at the moment and this is always a really good conversation to sort of kickstart when you've got new people joining your org that may not have worked in this way before and, and sort of um, helping them on their journey. Mm. It's funny, um, you know, you mentioned Fitter at the start. I remember the first week I worked at Invato. It just happened that I ended up with an orthodontist appointment for my kid on the Thursday. I was joining the Monday or something. And I texted him and I said, oh, I said, actually, I've got an appointment. It's at a really inconvenient time. What do you think I should do? And he just laughed and said, ha, ha, ha. You really don't know how good it is, do you, Alex? You can just work from home that day. It's fine. And I was like, don't I have to ask Collins if that's okay? And he's like, uh-uh. Just have your life sorted out and... Uh, enjoy the flexibility absolutely as a coach um that's really interesting to me like i was touching on uh earlier if you sometimes you need to walk into a room and you'll be the only person in there and you have to you have to really adapt and mm-hmm. it takes a little bit for new people to to realize that at invado but after a while it becomes the norm where you walk in a room you turn on the tv and uh and you're away yeah is there anyone that just that just can't hack it that doesn't enjoy that and then there's a factor for them leaving um, not, I don't, I haven't heard that directly. I'm sure that there probably would be some people um, like that. I know that there are people here that are, 
um, they, they favor physical over over, over digital uh, format. Yeah. And they'll encourage people to come into the office for when they need to do certain um, workshops. Mm. Um, but not, not, I haven't heard directly that it's been an impact for people. People largely talk about the flexibility and how much they value that. Do you want to talk about the role that you're hiring for? If you are interested in working in Vardo, check out invito.com slash careers. We are hiring. There's, there's a bunch of roles out there, all the way from CFO, if you're a CFO, or a general manager of customer. We're looking for a, a new general manager in our customer group. Okay. But we're, we're on the lookout for, in particular, engineers. Engineers is a big thing for us at the moment. Yeah. Uh, we get more, more developers uh, at Invito. Wonderful. And is there anything else that you want to spruik while you're there? We've got a we've got a lean coffee. Ah. Lean coffee. Yep. Uh, at Invato, uh, that happens once a month. Uh, check out check out meetup. Uh, com uh, in, the, in the Melbourne lean coffee group. I'll put a link in the show notes. Nice. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So it's a, it's a remote friendly lean coffee, and it's been amazing to watch it grow. So we have people that actually come to Invato like you would for a regular meetup, but. Just recently, we've had people join from Bendigo and from Adelaide and, uh, and just from other parts of Melbourne. It's hard to get to a meet-up in the morning around 8 o'clock, and, and it's nice to be able to connect with people. And it's been great to, to broaden the community beyond just the Melbourne CBD and the Melbourne network. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed the conversations with the uh, with the Bendigo folks, the folks at Bendigo Bank, and, and they're, they're, really, they're really appreciative of giving some really amazing feedback the opportunity to share with the community. Fantastic. And I've, I've been to that meetup a couple of times. I'm glad it's growing. In fact, I think I was probably the first remote attendee at that meetup. Um, you were the first. Uh, you're, our, you're our guinea pig. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, the experiment has grown. Wonderful. And so I would say that would be a great way for anyone who hasn't experienced remote working um, in our community as well to jump in and have a bit of a practice and see how it can be done. Absolutely, and, and we offer a wide, a wide range of topics. We don't prescribe topics. People um, bring, their, bring what topics they want to discuss, what they want to bounce. More often than not, we see remote topics slide in there just because of the nature of, of what we're doing, and, and people often talk about that. It's a, it's a very hot topic in our industry at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it is, and you're so generous with sharing, so thank you again for, um, for being so generous, coming on the podcast, but also all of the tours, and I feel like... You know, that's kind of why I wanted you to come on as well because it, it feels like we just have to keep spreading the knowledge that this is a thing and that it's possible and that companies don't need to be concerned about um, that principle in the manifesto that says that we all have to be co-located and face-to-face, that you can actually solve all of those problems. Yeah, I don't think you need to do that physically. I think, uh, yeah, like, like you said, the, we need to continue to experiment and try different ways and, and, uh, and learn and grow. Yeah, and use technology what it, for what it's designed to do. Absolutely. We live in a connected world and uh, the ability to collaborate with anyone, anywhere uh, has never been better. That's a great tagline, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so once again, thank you so much. Thank you, Alex.